Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast, episode number 314. Larry here. And Anthony here. And what is going on, sir? Happy, at least from recording day, Super Bowl Sunday, and um, happy Valentine's Day. Oh, thank you. Happy uh, happy Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, happy Rip Out Your Heart Day <laughs> to you as well. Like, see, right here? Oh. <laughs> For you, it was a day of romance, love, and flowers. For me... It was a Tuesday. For me, it was a day of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and it is just a chocolate. Tuesday for all of us. Yes. Just a Tuesday. Um, yeah, so um, busy week, busy day, actually, from when we're recording, because it is Super yep. Bowl Sunday. So, yes. um, But we got some fun stuff to talk about. Uh, Nintendo Direct dropped, which we'll get to a little later. But uh, first, uh, how was your weekend just in general, and What was going on? Ah, my weekend was actually uh, pretty great. Um actually went away for the weekend there you go get away a little bit not too bad got away a little bit um actually uh, our our friend our mutual friend jack um yes. has a cool little uh little um cottage upstate that we went to mm-hmm. uh so i just got to go up relax unwind you know he's like upstate upstate so it's like nice it was nice and quiet um it the was middle cold. of nowhere uh yes middle of nowhere where <laughs> you could very easily disappear nice um just like i like it a cabin uh, in the woods not that bad but close very close um (laughs) fair enough you know there were there were deer roaming about oh cool Mm -hmm. and uh, he he threatened to kill them all um so (laughs) well you had to have dinner right don't get me started um (laughs) it was delicious uh but um yeah so got away for the weekend just wanted to kind of unwind relax um and of course being with jack there's always going to be something gaming related going on which is cool. always so uh, so we um so he hooked up his mister. Okay. Um uh we did a couple of things. Um we wanted uh because we wanted to we wanted to do some retro gaming, which we did. Um I unfortunately didn't record any of it because I I didn't really have a setup for it. It's all right, you were getting away. Yeah, and I was getting away, so I just yeah. wanted to relax. Um so we and we were just randomly going through games of like, you know, hey, you know, like what Super Nintendo game have you never played and <laughs> and things like that. So we were just randomly going through stuff. Um, but wound up playing a couple of really good um, uh, Super Nintendo games, two of which are fairly new. Oh. Um, I believe they're fairly new. Uh, oh, yeah, they are. That's what, At least that's what Jack told me. Um, the first one that we played. I believe I, as far as I can throw them. So. Well, that's true. Yeah, but that that's also because of the way he talks to you. Um, <laughs> but um, the first one we played is a game that you know, existed before, uh, an older game uh, called Super Turrican. Yes, great game. On Super Nintendo. Yep. I had never played it before. And so um, so we just popped it, you know, we turned it on, we played it, and I was like, wow, I was like, okay, this game is great. And I know it's like one of those games that if you're trying to get the original cartridge, I think it's really hard to get. It's one of those super rare I, ones. I, I think so, yeah. I mean, the only way I've played it right now is uh, through, um, it's it, well, Super Turrican 2, or maybe it's the director's mm-hmm. cut. I got. I, it's been a while since I checked it. Um, pre-installed two cop two versions are pre-installed mm-hmm. on the analog uh, Super NT. So um, that's that's my only that's my only um, ability right now to play the game and what I've ever played. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So um, have you tried playing that game yet or no? Oh no no no! I have played it. It's oh, awesome. Okay, cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah no. Um, yeah. yeah, like I had a blast with it. It, it was kind of like we were, we were we were trying to figure out like how you like for anybody who hasn't played it, like how you would explain it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it was kind of like like we kind of threw it all together to like it was a mix of like Contra, and um, it felt like Contra with a little bit of Mega Man. Okay, I can see that. Of, yeah, like a hint of Mega Man, and I forgot that. We had a third game that we were comparing it to, but because um, <laughs> it's a platformer, it's a side-scrolling yes. platformer. Your wep, you know, you you get weapon changes as you go throughout the board. Um, it's more contra than anything else to me. Um, but I can was, I, I can see that. I know what you're talking about with that. Yeah, yeah. It just felt that way because of the weapon changes mm-hmm. and that it was a side scroller. Mm-hmm. So like you know, so those two things. But super fun game. Um, definitely recommend it. Uh, to anybody who loves like side-scrolling platformers, uh, totally, worth, yeah, yeah, definitely worth the time. Um, so we played that. Um, we played a bunch of uh, we played a bunch of uh, random Mario hacks that people made. Uh, and I'm <laughs> Those not gonna, are so much fun. 
Yeah, and I'm not going to get into that, but I'm just going to say there there are some crazy ones out there, absolutely oh, yeah. crazy ones. So we pl- we played through a bunch of those. Those were kind of fun, and we were just like testing them out to see like you know how good they were. Like some of them mm-hmm. were terrible. Some of them were terrible. Yeah, some of them were just bad. Uh, but other ones. Oh, I will I will mention one of them, which was which we both looked at each other. and We said this was actually brilliant. <laughs> some somebody took Super Mario Brothers and made it um, Super ASCII Brothers A S C I I. Okay. So so everything in the game were just the symbols. Interesting. It, so they used ASCII language yeah. to redo the entire game, including Mario, everything that came out. And the way they did it was absolutely brilliant. It was brilliant. Mm. Like we were just in awe of like how that came out. So if you ever find, if you ever want to play a Mario Brothers hack, and this is the first Mario game. Mm-hmm. You ever want to play a Mario, a Super Mario Brothers hack? Um, not the first first game, but no, no, Mario Brothers. Yeah. Um, try and find the Super Mario ASCII version. It was hmm. so good. It was it was really good. I feel like I might have played it. I, I don't mm-hmm. remember. I know I have a couple of Super Mario World hacks, uh, like Brutal Mario World and what was called Super Mario World Four, which are both a brutal Mario. It lives yeah, up to its name. Yeah, it's but- wicked. But the the ASCII one was really really cool. fun. So that's cool. Yeah. So we played a bunch of those. Uh, we played a little bit of um, Mario's Missing. <laughs> remember that game? <laughs> oh God, yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> Jack was Jack was talking about how like that was the only Mario game he had as a kid because it was educational. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how I came across it because I certainly didn't want it because it was educational. No, I I, rem- oh. I used to I remember renting it from the video store. Maybe all the I rented time. it. That was my yeah. thing. I would always go back to the video store and get it. And and I was one of those kids who liked educational games. So yeah, that was weird. Um, it, it had a very Carmen San Diego feel to it mm-hmm. as well. That's what it was. Probably helped out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was basically what it was. It's like, where, yeah, where's Mario? You know what? I think I owned Mario's time machine, um, uh, okay. which is kind of like the sequel, if you will, to Mario's yeah. missing. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, those educational games. So you, you learned something while you were up there. You did. And so we played a little bit of that for, you know, for mm-hmm. nostalgia purposes um we played a few we we played around with some genesis games and other nes games but then he had two newer games new homebrews okay honest mister and like that yeah the homebrews are always fun um or can be uh the first one was uh demon uh, let me get the name right because i don't want to i don't want to muck it up Mm -hmm. um demons of asterborg Oh, okay. I see what you so not as I wouldn't call. I know what you're talking about when you say homebrew, but I feel like today's day and age, it's just an independent, independent publisher game. now. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. Homebrews are more like what? Like uh... well, you know what? I think homebrew. No, no. I'm not saying you did anything. You said anything wrong. I'm just saying I feel like homebrews have morphed into independent publishers yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah. Right. So basically, it's a, it was a, it, it's an independently made game. Mm-hmm. It's uh, again, it's a side scrolling platformer. But it's got like um, it's kind of got a bit of a Castlevania vibe to it. Yes. Why do I feel like I either because you can purchase it? Yes, you for, can buy yeah, it. Yeah, and uh, we sent you a link to it. I think over the weekend. Yes, and I think I have. I might. <laughs> well, I definitely looked at it because I'm pulling it up now on my computer, and the website already started pulling up. There you go. That's yeah, what it was. Buy, yeah, you can buy the game. You can buy it on the Sega Genesis on Steam or on Switch. I think I. Mm-hmm. I I bought it on Switch just to save a little money, but I was almost going to buy it for the Genesis. Um, nice. And you're right. The game is phenomenal. Yeah, it's super fun. Um, we played through like the first like three or four levels. Mm-hmm. Had a blast with it. Absolute blast. So um, it's available. It's available on Steam. So I might wind up grabbing it for Steam. Okay. Um, we'll see. Or I'll get it for... Um, or I'll get it for a switch. One or the other. Yeah, it, it, it play. You know, even on the website, I'm just going to quote the website as far as the games that they say. You kind of titles akin to Ghouls and Ghosts, like you said, Castlevania, even mm-hmm. like Mickey Mania. Uh, just the yes. way the game plays. So um, not as cute as Mickey Mania, but definitely worth. Yes. It's worth the purchase. Yeah, it's de- it was it was definitely a lot of fun. Like I yes. wanted to play through it. Yeah, I definitely wanted to play through it. And then the third uh, the third game that we uh, the third. Um, the other game that we played that was really fun, also independent, um, uh, independent game uh, for the Super Nintendo, was called Tanglewood. 
And yes, I've heard of this. Well, it's yeah, been around so, for a while. So yeah, it's been around for a while. It's a side-scrolling. I want to say it's a combination like a side-scrolling platformer puzzle game mm-hmm. where you're going through the board. You're a fox in the woods, and you're going through the board. And the object, at least right now, for as much as we played, the object of the game was to get through the woods safely. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had to do that by finding different. I don't even know how to explain them. These little puff balls. Mm-hmm that give you like a special power for a limited amount of time so that you can traverse the level. You um, know what? I was thinking of something different. I thought this game, no, no, I just pulled it up now. Okay. Um, I was thinking of a game that was more supposed to come out more like um, uh, Maniac Mansion, but this does not play like that. No, definitely um, not. All right. So this play, so you enjoyed playing this game as well? Cause this looks yeah. like, another, like you say, kind of a side scroller. Yeah. It's a side scroller puzzle. Yes. And you know me, I like puzzle games. It yeah. was also very like, um, they were very, uh, it was almost like a kind of like a, a peaceful romp through the woods type of game. <laughs> like, like it wasn't like there were enemies on top of you all the time. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool. And the, and the music part was interesting because I had turned to Jack at one point and I said, you know, they don't really use that much music in it. He's like, no, he's like, they're very selective on where they put the music so that it has more meaning. Okay. Um, and it actually, like when when I re- when he it, when he pointed that out to me, I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Because when the when music cues happen in the game, mm-hmm. you know you know something is happening based on like the type of music that's going on, and it actually does make the game a different kind of experience than another game okay. where you always have background music playing. Yeah. So it's actually really cool because like when you're just going through the woods and it's quiet and everything like that, it's like, it just it's like, oh, this is kind of like peaceful. And then all of a sudden, like you come up on an enemy and you hear some music <laughs> where it's like, oh, okay. I got it. Um, just really fun game. Um, yes. Um, this is another one, actually. Again, you can purchase either physically. Um, oh, that's that's where I saw this game. It was on Mega Cat Studios um, sells it, and they published it. Because mm-hmm. um, I bought some games from Mega Cat. It's also available on the EverDrive. Um, oh, nice. It, it comes packed with uh, Xenocrisis, which is phenomenal. Um, but, uh, okay, cool. So now, all right. So that's going to lean yep. me probably more towards, uh, purchasing Tanglewood now for the Genesis. Um, there you go. that's pretty cool. All right, yeah. cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that so, mister is ridiculous. What? The mister. That, that, oh, that, what the he mister, yeah, there. the mister is insane. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, like he was showing that off to me and I'm like, wow, I go, this is like, this is like next step. Mm-hmm. Next level. Is that what you say? Yeah. Next level. Kind of sort of. Why not? Um, We'll say it's a retro. Yeah, but just really, really fun. And then um, and then on top of that, like aside from all the other games we played, um, two other things. Um, we talked about it recently a couple weeks ago that um, that uh, somebody, I don't remember his name, we said it last time, created Castlevania Chronicles 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest, but they remade it. Mm-hmm. Um, they remade it like the original Castlevania Chronicles. Yes, and and nothing official, not backed by Konami, nothing like not that. Backed, this would not, be a homebrew. Yeah, this, this would be a homebrew. Okay, so this is a full-on homebrew that's free to download for your computer. Mm-hmm. So you can just download. You can download. It's an EXE file, so you can just download it, double click, and play it. Uh, it doesn't cost anything because obviously he doesn't have the rights to do it. Yeah, but it plays. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful game. And not only that, but the the developer, and I hope you're looking it up. And that's I why. Am. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not paying attention. The, the, yeah. The developer who made it actually updated the game because everybody knows, Larry, we've talked about Castlevania 2 a number of times. Everybody knows how frustrating it is because the it didn't uh they didn't translate it well for the US release. So a lot of the English translations for the NPCs that were supposed to help you out didn't help you out properly because they were they were translated wrong. Not only that, but the for me the only problem has always been the day to night, night to day. It takes well, and then, forever, and, right? And it takes like five minutes to do. Now I haven't, I haven't, I didn't get to that point in the game when it changes from day to night because I was having an issue playing it because oh. when you play it on your PC, you have to use your keyboard. And there's no, there were, as far as I could tell, and Jack checked too, there was nothing Mm -hmm. in options Mm. that allowed you to change it. So I, and I'm not a, I'm not a PC player with a keyboard. I'm not. No, neither am I. So if I can't use a controller, I really struggle. So I didn't get that far into the game because I was just having trouble playing with the keyboard. Mm -hmm. However, if you have a Steam Deck, 
you can install it on your Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, because the Steam Deck automatically assigns the controller buttons oh. to equate to a keyboard based on the game. Interesting. You can you can play it on the Steam Deck with the controller. So you can map it out. Okay. It it automatically maps it out. You, I don't think you can change it. Gotcha. Um, or you might be able to, I don't know, because I didn't get into it. So he so Jack installed the game on my Steam Deck. So now mm-hmm. I can play Castlevania Chronicles 2. Okay. That's, That's cool. really cool. Um, the developer, indie the indie game developer, BMC War Machine. BMC War Machine is there who uh, put that together. Yeah. So if you if you are interested in playing Castlevania 2, uh Castlevania Chronicles 2, um this would be a version to try to especially actually larry i would recommend you giving it a shot um for for well you might not be able to with your mouth i don't think i can but, play yeah unfortunately but but the reason well next time you come over try it on my steam mm. deck and the reason why is because now the game tells you not only gives you like the npcs give you the information you need mm-hmm. he also reordered some of the map to make it a little bit easier to get through <laughs> the game and there's a map screen that I like. Okay. So now you know where you're going. Yeah. That's and I think good. those, and I think that was a lot of the, it, those were a lot of the issues with the original Castlevania 2. Mm-hmm. You didn't know, you didn't know what to do sometimes because the NPCs didn't help you the way they were supposed yeah. to. I go, and there was no map to tell you where you're going. So it was easy to get lost. And of course, <laughs> the third thing, the day to night thing would take so long to transition. And that's the only part that annoyed me. Yeah. And that it got very cumbersome. Yeah. Um, I was always in the, I was always on, the minority side with that game because I enjoyed it. Um, and I was explaining to Jack, I think the reason why I enjoyed it as a kid so much was because I had the first cop, the first issue of Nintendo Power that helped you through Castlevania 2. <laughs> yes. Issue number two, I believe. Oh, that was issue one. Was issue number one? Issue one was Super Mario Brothers 2. Oh, thank you. With the, off getting... color, the off-color Mario outfit? Yeah, so I was getting confused with what was the first issue. But I had I had the Castlevania 2 issue, so that helped me get through the game. That's Simon Belmont, or yeah, yeah. Uh, holding Dracula's head. Yes. And there were two issues in, and already parents are calling Nintendo. Parents are calling, like, why are you <laughs> showing a severed head? <laughs> Basically, um, yeah. I was yeah. like, this this magazine's awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for us. Yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, so we did that. Um, and then um, to finish off our, our uh, my weekend story, yeah. Um, uh, Jack, as we know, is the fixer of all things. Right? He really is. I need to get I need to get to him about a, a certain virtual boy. So, um, yeah, I don't think you need to worry about that. <laughs> some some things are unfixable. <laughs> um, so I gave him my one of my PlayStation Five controllers a few weeks ago. Oh, did you? Oh, that's right. I forgot because that. because I accident I literally like see this. Literally spilled a full one on top of my controller. Just unbelievable. Like a waterfall. Unbelievable. It was literally it was leaking water for like a day. <laughs> how much do you drink? I mean, how much was spilled at I, that point? Well, no, I mean, no, no, no. I'm telling you, it was like almost this whole thing. Like almost like the, almost like what <laughs> the 28 ounces. Um, but um, so low and I and it was also I put flavor in my water, so it was flavored water on top. Ah, yummy. So anyway, um, so he told me, he's like, because I told him, I said, it's dead. He's like, no, give it to me. I'll go through it. Uh, he I said, won't revive not, it. I might not. Right. I'll bring it back to life. So um, if you want to see what the inside of your PlayStation 5 controller looks like, mm-hmm. well, wonder no more. Oh. Because this is the inside well, is... of a PlayStation 5 controller. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's actually just about what I expected, but what is he taking apart here? Good lord. So what happened was he took the whole thing apart. Clearly. Um, he took the whole thing apart. You can see the buttons on the lower right corner. Yeah. <laughs> um and when he took it all out, like if you like literally we were holding it up to our nose and it's like it smells like berry. And I'm like, yeah, I go because I spilled acai berry storm water, flavored water on it. So th- so he took some um he took some isopropyl alcohol. Yes. Like 99%. Oh, yeah. No, that's every time I watch real quick, every time I watch like um, there's a video, a couple videos on YouTube I watch where they get like a broken system, basically what mm-hmm. he's doing and they just, you know, they fix it. And it's yep. always isopropic alcohol because uh, yep. that apparently destroys nothing. So, yeah. So like he just he took the thing apart, like here are the L the LR yeah. buttons over here. 
He took Q-tips with isopropyl alcohol. He cleaned up. All, he cleaned all the chips, oh. the batteries, everything. Because I told him, I said, "There's no way the battery is going to work." I spilled water on it. He's like, "No." He's like, "This stuff is all protected." He really is the Willy Wonker of all this. He is. So like, he was having a blast. Like, oh, I'm like, sure he I, was. Yeah, he was having a blast. It, it, and it was so late, like, um, when he was working on this mm. on Saturday night. Like, I went to bed because it was like 12:30 <laughs> in the morning. It was 12:30 in the morning. I'm like, dude, I go, I want to see this through with you. I go, but I'm tired. <laughs> so, oh, um, so he took it all apart, cleaned it all up, and everything mm. like that. By the way, this is the microphone here. This tiny little thing. I was wondering what that was. Okay, this is, this is the microphone. Uh, okay. It's the. Uh, I don't know if you can see my mouse on the screen. So it's it's south of the isopropyl alcohol <laughs> cap. Three clicks down. Yeah, basically, it's towards the bottom of the screen to the left of the black part of the controller. Yeah. Like that's the microphone. Um, so cleaned it all up, and then he hooked it up to his Steam Deck to play test it. Mm-hmm. Almost the entire controller works, except almost except uh, three of the buttons: the triangle, oh. the triangle X and circle, and mm-hmm. then the uh, and then up on the D pad. Oh, interesting! Only those four things. So he has to replace a couple of things in there. But he looked it up online. He's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, if these are the things that are wrong with it, it'll cost like five bucks to replace the parts. <laughs> you don't want to spend seventy bucks just get a brand new controller. Well, and that's why I told them. I said, this is why people like spend seventy dollars on a controller. It's like oh, one I- thing, one piece stops working, you don't know what to do with it. And he's like, yeah, he's like. He's like, it's easy to fix. You just have to figure out what's wrong with it. It's easy for him to fix. The two yes. of us would have killed ourselves trying to do this. Oh no, no, no! Like <laughs> it, he was struggling so much just to take the the uh, the shell off of it. I would have mm. given up right there. I would have been like, nope, it doesn't open. I'm, Amazon. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> One new controller. So, but that's what the inside. Alrighty. Of a PlayStation Five controller. Maybe, maybe I should have held on to my retro freak and have him take a look at it. I I I, I told him the retro freak story. Re- <laughs> I told him the retro freak story, and I, he just looked. He just kept looking at me. He's like, he's like, why, Larry? He's like, why does Larry do that? And I was like, I was like, I don't know. If you guys was, don't, if you guys don't yeah. know the retro freak story, really quickly, Larry bought a retro freak after I told him how cool it was because I bought one in Japan. And a retro and, freak basically was the original all-in-one system. Yes, you can play almost everything that wasn't a CD based system on it. Yeah, handheld and Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. cartridge console. So I played like 16 different consoles. Yep. And I told Larry when I was doing my traveling in Japan at the time, because I was traveling for work there a lot. um, I told him, do you want me to get you one? And he said no. And then eventually he decided to order one, ordered one from Europe. Yes, I did. Yep. Gets it. Yep. Has trouble with the Genesis cartridge portion of the Retro Freak. This is where you start to go wrong, but okay. Has a little bit of trouble with the cartridges coming in and out of the console. And 24 hours later, decides I've had it. And he throws it in the trash instead of returning it for a refund or an exchange. That's true. So the but the reason why is because yes, the Genesis wasn't really working properly, but it, I also bought an attachment uh, or that went with the Retro Freak. It, it yep. was built personally for it yes. to play like Game Gear and, and Mega Drive, yes. uh, the Master System games. That was not fitting in. So if its own peripheral was not going to fit into it. And yes, you're right, because I was looking into it. I'm like, well, I need to ship this back. And they're like, well, it's coming from the U.S. We're not going to cover shipment. And at that point, I was like so frustrated i'm like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna ship this back just to get another one and then be stuck with the shipping because i don't know what the rules are over there i was like you know what it was nice knowing you into the trash it goes so it's somewhere on staten island probably yeah um you know where all the no trash it's is. it's in somebody's house i guarantee <laughs> you somebody I'm, I'm i guarantee you somebody pulled that out of the trash <laughs> i don't know probably but, jack but yeah probably um, but I'm happy, better off for it because I got way better systems. Um, yeah. Oh, like that, like that Polymega, right? Listen, I told you the analog. I'm not jealous. I'm not upset. Not not. Je- I was never jealous, but no, I'm not upset or or regretful. That's the word I'm looking for. Regretful. I am regret not it. completely regretful for canceling the Polymega. No, your credit card is. Actually, no, they're very happy. No, no, I ended up spending way more money than the Polymega. That's what I mean. Your credit yeah. card's very happy, but um, your bank account probably was not. 
<laughs> but I also could have been playing Trouble Graphics by now, but that's a whole other story. So that's very true. But in any event, uh, yeah, Retro Freak, I, I don't recommend it. Well, no, you could have been playing Turbo Graphics on the Retro Freak. That's what I meant. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Well, yes, except for the one Turbo Graphics CD game I have. Well, the one, yes, that one, which you could have <laughs> played on the Polymag. This is true. So, oh well. Uh, well, I'm glad you had a good weekend. Yeah, it was a good weekend. Good. Uh, what about you? Did you what what happened this weekend? Did you play anything? Did you um you well this week? Did this you pick week, up Hogwarts Legacy? Uh, no, but apparently everyone else in the world has. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a Potter fan, so I'm Guilty. not gonna <laughs> No, a lot of people have so, so much just... so that uh, our friend Frankie told me that I need to put down Marvel's Midnight Suns and play wow. Hogwarts Legacy. If Frankie says that so Frankie has it. Frankie has it. it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wonder. Oh, you know, I got to ask him what house he got in. He should be a Slytherin. I've never seen any of the movies. <laughs> wow. Again, wow. I'm just not not because I'm like, oh, I just never, never watched him. I kind of want to see him, but I never got around to it. All right. Well, look, it's a it's a very it's it's a very all encompassing world. So it's 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 enjoyable. It's, I it's just an know, enjoyable experience. I can just tell people get upset when, when they get picked into Slytherin. So. That's all I know. I think well, that's why I said, like, if I had to guess, Frankie's a Slytherin. <laughs> uh, but maybe one day I'll pick that up. Uh, no, yeah. but this weekend, actually, I didn't do much this weekend because I was at uh, I was at my parents' house. But this week, at least, uh, I've been really playing some Switch games because, and we'll roll right into it. Um, the Nintendo Direct dropped. Yes. So, yes. Um, which. I was so happy about, but actually before we get heavily into the Nintendo Direct, mm -hmm. remember folks, you know, we appreciate everyone who listens and watches. Remember, always hit like, subscribe, hit that thumbs up, share yep. wherever you can share and turn the notifications on. So that way, you know, when new episodes and maybe new specials or whatnots yep. might drop uh, on a social media. And in fact, yep. and where can they find us on social uh -huh. media? Yeah, you guys can find us on Facebook.com slash RetroGamersPodcast, on Instagram at RetroGamersPodcast, on Twitter at RetroGamersPod. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube at RetroGamersPodcast, or you can email us at email at the RetroGamers.com. And to yes. what Larry said, if you like and subscribe, you would have seen this past Sunday on YouTube, we had our annual Tecmo Super Bowl prediction. Yep. Um, to which uh, I don't even remember what happened. <laughs> well, the, in our prediction, the Chiefs won. I don't remember the score exactly, but the uh, Chiefs I remember won. The, I remember the score. I didn't remember who won, but the Chiefs oh. won 24 to 14. Okay. So we had the Chiefs. The official Madden had uh, uh, Philly like 31-17 over the Chiefs. Now, yeah. as uh, as of this recording, the the game, the official game hasn't happened yet, so we won't know how things turn out until later on tonight. Yeah, we we are hours away from the Super Bowl right now, so basically next week we'll come back and see if we were correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um but what I um this past week that dropped um was a Nintendo Direct. Yes. And, um, you know, as always, everyone I love online, everyone online is always like, oh, when's the next direct? As if this thing comes out once every three years or when like there's a blood moon showing or something. Um, it comes out like, I don't know, like maybe three or four times a year. So, yeah. And it was a very good one. And, you oh, know, this I, was a very good one. They've been uh, I feel like they, the directs have been a little more frequent because now they're doing movie directs. Well, they do every. So their direct is just when they put something up and they put it on YouTube. Right. Uh, then they drastically drops on switch for, for information. They have Pokemon directs. They had super smash brother mm -hmm. directs. You know, they always actually the Pokemon ones coming up in a couple weeks, yeah. but um, this was a straight on Nintendo direct. But what I also love is now when they announce it, they always announce them like two days early or a day early, even. Yeah. They always then go into detail saying like this direct will be like, roughly 40 minutes of new games coming out this year or like when they dropped the first trailer for the super mario brothers movie like they specifically had to say there will be no mentions of video games in this trailer i mean in this direct because everyone on the internet like just just comes up with these wacky things that they think is going to happen on the direct that nintendo's kind of like preparing us like look yeah. We're only going to talk about this. We're telling you right we're now. We're talking about this. Yeah, yes. basically. So, um, so yeah. So the Nintendo Tech uh, Direct dropped. It was roughly a little over forty minutes, probably. Um, overall, I got to admit, and we're not going to touch into every game. I just have a handful of games that I'm very interested in. Um, a lot of which just seems to be par for the course for Nintendo, but a lot of remakes, remasters, mm -hmm. reissues. Yeah. Um, 
which I think is cool because a lot of them are coming from systems that, you know, the systems weren't too good for Nintendo, which is the Wii and the Wii U. Right. But now that the success of the Switch. Well, the, the Wii was a second very, line. wait, wait, the Wii was very well, successful. It was, let me rephrase that. It was very successful, but, you know, I, I feel like there's really not that much, short of maybe Mario Kart and Galaxy uh, and Zelda aside, like there weren't any like heavy hitter games that people are always clam clamoring about. Mm -hmm. um the wii u yes that definitely was a failure um not in my eyes i love the wii u but but i was i was very happy with my wii u. yeah you know business uh business wise it was a failure so at least a lot of these games can get a, a you know uh fresh air breathed into them second life um yeah and and that so i don't mind so much the remakes and the reissues and stuff mm -hmm. but i gotta say like the first 20 25 minutes of the, of the uh of the direct i i I was like, okay, you know, yeah, games, <laughs> nothing. No, I, to do. I felt the same way. I felt the same way. It was just a lot of just like it was almost like it's early in the year, so we're gonna we're just gonna get this information out. Yeah, type of thing of like all of these old games that we're just re-releasing on the Switch for you to play. Basically, yeah. um, so so I was like, all right, I almost started losing interest. I, I wasn't mad, trust me. There's people out there probably already typing, This is ridiculous. Where are my games? Yeah, rah, rah, rah. yeah but so, they, but they had two really big announcements, like two big things that they I think did, would, like, but that's the way Nintendo goes. Like, most of the time, it's like you get one or two really big announcements to get you excited about their console, <laughs> and then the rest are just like, Hey, there are all these other things coming out too. So and and what happened for me was as I was kind of getting like all right so you know really nothing too big even though like uh, like a uh, Dead Cells Castlevania DLC is yep. going to be coming out on it which looks pretty sweet um I was kind of losing interest until finally like halfway through and then they're like you know stay tuned here's what we have and then they do the yeah and then it cuts and then it just that red background Nintendo Switch background mm -hmm. actually it was white at this point here comes the Game Boy, and then the Game Boy startup screen. But ding! I literally went. I literally screamed an audible yes, and did a fist pump because now, which everyone's been waiting for for years at this point, the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance mm -hmm. are now on the Nintendo Switch. Yep. Yeah, and that's a that's a big deal. It was very big, actually, so big where I thought it was just going to be the Game Boy. So they just mm -hmm. do Game Boy. I was like, whoa, finally, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll get into the titles and everything, the launch titles. So they go through that, and I'm waiting to be like, you could purchase a Game Boy controller <laughs> from Nintendo, you know, shaped like a Game Boy. Uh, that was I was just going to say, I, I don't think you need that. No, but it'd be awesome. Uh, so they go through that. I'm like, all right, awesome. And then they're like, and also, because they did that with Goldeneye, here comes the Game Boy Advance startup mm -hmm. screen. And my head almost exploded because I wasn't even thinking GBA. And then they have the startup screen and then, you know, Game Boy Advance coming to Nintendo mm -hmm. Switch Online plus expansion pack. I was like, ah, I got that. I can play this. <laughs> so um, as the handheld gamer, um, you know, really between the two of us, I'm totally stoked for this. As um, you should be. As no, you, in fact, you're so stoked that I'm going to step away. So well, there we go. So I'm just going to talk then at this point. Um, you know, there are a bunch of games, almost dare I say a total amount of games. <laughs> what, I forgot to pay the bill? <laughs> now, I, I we're recording while the sun's going down, so I had to turn the light on. <laughs> That's how long we're going. Even the sun's like, I'm done. Yeah. Um, there are a list of games on the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance that I dare will put up against any game nowadays as far as a, like, top games list yeah. overall. Um, and, and for you, Ant, as a non-handheld player, yep. now you have even stronger opportunity. I mean, yes, I know you all joking aside, you have the retro freak and you can play that, yeah. but now it's gonna be a little easier, at least for some titles, um, to get well, access. Comes, to yeah, it. for me, it comes down to affordability, you know. Uh, no, 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 just, I'm not even go ahead. No, no, no. What what I'm saying is like the retro freak is great, right? Love it. I absolutely love it, but 
it only plays my the games that I own. Like, oh I yeah, that's, the, yeah. I transfer yeah. the games that I own to the Retro Freak, or I just put you know, or I can put the cartridges in. Mm-hmm. So for me to play like all the handheld games I would want to play, like that would be a very expensive endeavor. So actually having them available on the Switch Online to me, to your point, is advantageous because for that annual price, I can just play them. Basically, yeah. And um, you know, we're gonna get right into it. So here's the list of the launch titles of uh for the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so for the Game Boy right now, available currently, uh The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening DX, which was specifically made for the Game Boy Color. Okay. Uh Tetris, which to me is a definitive version of Tetris. Why Super- is it the oh, you mean the original Game Boy Tetris? The original Game Boy Tetris to yep. me is for me, is the best Tetris to play out of all of them. Okay. Uh, just fun to play. Um, Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, which was the debut of Wario. Uh, I've never played that. Yes, no, that one. We'll get into a little bit here in a moment. Uh, Gargoyle's okay. Quest. Uh, you know, the 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 red, uh, the red demon from uh, Ghosts and Goblins got his own game. Ooh, nice. Game & Watch Gallery 3, specifically Game & Watch Gallery 3, um, which was a collection of the old Game & Watch games. Very cool. Um, Metroid 2, Return of Samus. That's all you got to say there. Wario Land 3, Kirby's Dream Land, which was the original Kirby game. Wario 3, Kirby's Dream Land. Okay. And then um, this, I was, I just, cool to see they got like a, like a third party like this. Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare. Ooh. Very interesting. Very like interesting. That. And these, of course, are the North American uh, releases. Japan will have one or two slightly mm-hmm. different games. Uh, I think they have a Mahjong game. Uh, on the game on there. Oh, club. nice. Yeah. Mahjong's um, a fun game. Oh, no, it is totally. So um, right off the bat, these games right here, phenomenal list to start off with. Uh, Link's Awakening DX, you know, that had the special um, color dungeon that you could only access on Game Boy. Oh, color. yeah. Mm-hmm. So even though you could play it on the original Game Boy to get that was on the Game Boy Color. In Link's Awakening for the Switch, it was the house that ended up being the uh, you can you can create a dungeon. Yeah, remember that? Yep. In the Game Boy game, that's the color dungeon. That's so, the color dungeon. Yes. Okay. That's really cool. Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins. Again, the debut of Wario. And as much as Super Mario Land was such was so different on Game Boy for a Mario game um, than it was on the NES, this version brought it back to the more traditional Mario mm-hmm. uh look and feel of the game. Um, you know, some interesting power-ups and stuff like that, but it, it, it was more a smooth transition at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Game & Watch Gallery 3, awesome collection of the old Game & Watch games. That, uh, I, I always have fun with those. those oh, are those, those are awesome. Um, and they have, like, modern versions and the classic versions on there. Nice. Uh, and then you, like, as you, I think you have to get, like, like 300 points in each game and you unlock another game. I forgot what the other oh, ones are. That's cool. Um, yeah. And then... Again, with the others, just kind of speak for themselves. Metroid 2, I wish I had Metroid 2 to play on the big screen, but I played through it on my 3DS. Nice. So, uh, and then, oh, and then coming soon to the Game Boy, and there is no time frame. Nintendo's basically going to release these new games whenever. Um, But they showed kind of like, you know, coming soon, uh, Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Seasons, and Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Ages. Nice. The Pokemon trading card game. And Kirby Tilt and Tumble. Oh, wow. Which is interesting because you actually had to move the Game Boy. You had to, to move the Boy. Bo- yes. Yeah. So uh, so that's for Game Boy. Oh, one more thing to mention. With the Game Boy, you can choose to play Game Boy, the original, which is green. Game Boy Pocket, which is a screen black and white. Or Game Boy Color, which oh, does wow. add some color to it. Okay. Uh, the Game Boy Color games will play natively as Game Boy Color games. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. That um, is awesome. Yeah, I'm leaving it personally. I'm leaving it on the green, the original Game Boy screen. Um, just I just find it more fun. And they also have one more option where you can have like a big, not wide, but just a bigger screen or a smaller screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made it small. I just feel it fits better uh, okay. as a smaller screen. You got a lot of you know detail around it that's not there, but still. Uh, all right, so that's Game Boy. And then we'll get into the Game Boy Advance. And then, Ann, I'll get your thoughts on which games you're interested in. Um, Game Boy Advance launch. Super Mario Advance 4. Super Mario Brothers 3. That's one game. Mm-hmm. WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Games, which was the first WarioWare game. Okay. Uh, Mario Kart Super Circuit. The first handheld Mario Kart game. 
Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, fantastic RPG. Okay. The Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap, Ooh. probably one of the best Zelda games, in my opinion, of the Zelda series. I love that game. I've, that game I've never, great. I've never played it. That one definitely. Yeah. And a game I've never heard of, and it's an American release. Kuro Kuro Kururin. Kuro Kuro Kururin. Kuro Kuro Kururin. Basically, okay. it's well, it's a helicopter, but imagine a baton, just the way the game looks. Yeah, a constantly spinning baton that you have to maneuver through a maze. Oh, interesting! And you can't touch the walls or anything. Can't like touch that. the walls. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. And then coming out later on, Metroid Fusion. Once that comes out, I'm picking that up again. Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, Fire Emblem, F Zero, Maximum Velocity, mm. and Golden Sun. Nice. So, so yes, these I am so stoked for these. Um, I mean, I know right now you just have access to the Game Boy games, which in themselves is fantastic. Yeah. Any of these you're interested in, like you're like, oh, now I can finally try this out. Well, yeah. I mean, Minish Cap for one, for sure. Mm, yes. Because um, I've never played Minish Cap. Um, Oracle of Ages and Seasons. I actually bought those. Yes. Games, and I started. I got like probably at least halfway through Ages, and then. I did, one of my many, I did one of my many. I did No, I just did one of my many moves. Yeah. Um, and then it just <laughs> fell up, you know, yep. fell to the side. Um, so those those are definitely intriguing to me. Uh, any of the Zelda handheld games, because I haven't played them. Yeah. Um, Super Mario Land 2, I'm interested in for sure. Or yep. the six golden coins. Yep. Um, also the uh I've never played the handheld Mario Kart games, so that's another one I would definitely yeah. I'm looking forward to. And I've never played Metroid Fusion. So also oh, that one's gonna be good. Yeah, if you get hand, even Metro, excuse me, even Metroid Two: Return of Samus, yeah. very very good. Oh yeah, same thing. Metroid yeah. Two. You mentioned that earlier because I've only played. You know, I played Metroid on the NES. Mm -hmm. I've now played through Super Metroid because I did that recently. Yep. And then Metroid Dread, and that's it. Yeah. So I've never so, played any of the other Metroids. So looking very, forward. To, yeah. So there's a lot. There's a lot on there that I'm definitely interested in playing. Definitely. So then, right after that, they were like, "Okay, now we're gonna move on with the rest of the the thing." And then, you know, here's the new game. And you see Samus, Samus Aran. Mm -hmm. So now you're like, here we go. New Metroid, new Metroid Prime. Finally, yeah. they said four years ago they were releasing a new Metroid. And then three, and then a year later, they're like, nope, we're starting from scratch. Yep. Boy, did they start from scratch. They went all the way back to the beginning. Oh, yes, they did. Because we dropped, or well, they dropped, Metroid Prime Remastered. The original mm -hmm. Metroid Prime game from the GameCube. Yes, which, from what I've heard, is like one of the best Metroid games. It definitely is. It 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 switched the series to a first person shooter, but like you're constantly looking through her visor, so it's like you're looking through. Her, it's like you're wearing her helmet. The way the yeah. screen is set up in the HUD and everything. Um, fantastic game on the GameCube. Mm -hmm. Obviously, with remastered, it's got you know remastered music, remastered uh, looks and everything to it. The um, it's got now uh, they they're they're really uh, crowing about the control scheme. Uh, now it's a dual stick, which makes it oh. a little bit easier. Okay, but they say you can switch it to like classic mode. Now the game is not this like you can't use natively a GameCube controller. But you can remap, like on Nintendo Life explains how you can remap buttons remap to it. a GameCube controller. And then you can use, then you can go real old school. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, what's funny is, not funny, but interesting, Metroid Prime Remastered was dropped immediately that day digitally on the eShop. The physical copy will be available February 22nd. Mm. That I'm looking forward to. Because yeah, that, that I thought I actually own the original, which I don't. So. Oh, okay. So are you going to... anymore. Are you going to get the physical copy or just have the digital one? Of course I'm going to get the digital. How dare you? Of course. I thought I would ask because you've been buying physical copies. Of no, I haven't. I you bought me a physical copy for Christmas. Well, because you were waiting for one that was never going to come out on the Atari VCS. I still had hope. <laughs> yeah, your hope, your hope is gone. It's over. Hope is gone. The hope it's over. is gone. It's over. Um, so, but I will pick it up. I, I don't have it on GameCube anymore. I, okay. it, it was released on the Wii for the trilogy. They actually put the first three Metroid Prime games on one disc. Mm. Don't got that anymore either. Probably traded them in, but uh, I'll definitely, I'll definitely go for Metroid Prime. Remastered. Very nice. Well, see, and for me, Metroid yes. Prime, and one of the main reasons why I never played it is because I, I haven't 
I've always had issues with first person. Mm-hmm. First person used to give me headaches. I never played them. I will say nowadays I've kind of gotten used to them more. Like with thanks to PSVR and stuff like that, I can kind of handle mm-hmm. first person games a little bit better, but limited amount of time. Like I, I can only do Fair it enough. for so long. Uh, so I might be willing to give this one a try because I've heard how amazing it is. So. All right, cool. Um, I know we're starting to run a little bit out of time, so I'm just going to mention these other ones real quick. Again, ones that I find personally. Yeah. Um, I mean, no offense to Anthony, it just ones that I found. Uh, no, no, interesting. knock yourself out. Um, Remass, a deluxe game from the Wii. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe mm-hmm. drops February 24th, 2023. Um, that game I actually still have on the Wii, and that one I'm debating whether or not if I'll rebuy the deluxe version. Okay. Um, because now I f- I'm kind of leaning towards keeping some of the old stuff. Some, not all. Uh, but uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland, really cool. They got a new mode, um, uh, where the main antagonist or or, or helper in the game, uh, uh, Magalore, I always mispronounce his name. After you complete the regular story mode, you go back and you help. He has like a new separate mm-hmm. mode, which is why I might end up buying this because there's another mode attached to it. Okay. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Wave 4 has been partially mentioned. Uh, coming out sometime in the spring, uh, it will be a brand new map, a brand new course, I should say, Yoshi's Island. Yes. That's so this really is brand exciting. new from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so new track. Always a good and, thing. Yeah. And for the first time, they're actually adding a new or returning um driver. Uh yes. Birdo. You'll be able to play as Birdo in the new wave. Yes. Uh Birdo. The uh <laughs> the ever enigmatic. Yes. Yes, basically. Uh so that's cool. No exact date, but that will drop in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, a game a series that I originally bought on the DS. I really haven't stuck to it, but the original game on the DS rocked. If you're into puzzle games, like straight up puzzle games, mm-hmm. look out on the Switch. Professor Layton is coming back with mysteries of galore. Professor Layton and the new world of Steam will be dropping. No idea. Um, no, but these I mean like pure puzzles. I think Andy okay. would love this series. Well, uh, you know here. me, I'm a puzzle lover. Yeah. I do love puzzles. Yeah, and DS was also because it had the touchscreen. So you're actually in there with the puzzles. Um, cool. We'll see what happens to this. And then finally, finally coming out, I guess things in the world have finally calmed down enough. Advanced Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp will be dropping April 21st, 2023. Oh, yeah. They held that off for a long time. For a little they? bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, funny enough, at this point, they can just drop the originals on the Game Boy Advance, but we got the reboots. Or the reboot camp. I'm looking forward to those. And that for me, again, no disrespect to any other games announced. Those were the big ones for me for the Nintendo Direct. Okay. Very cool. Well, you kind of covered pretty much everything (laughs) that I would have covered. I I would have covered all of what you said, but there were there wasn't as much that I was like really thrilled. Like, Like, you know, not thrilled about you know what I mean? It's not like I hated it, but there weren't a lot of games where I'm like, okay, I'm excited about this the game no. boy the, the game boy online mm-hmm. was definitely cool to hear yeah metroid prime totally. coming metroid prime re- remaster also very mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. but obviously for me and a lot of people i'm sure well, there was nothing else announced so i don't right. at least nothing of, of the of the texture. latest the latest trailer for legend of zelda tears of the kingdom dropped yes, and fine. it and it was beautiful. <laughs> yes, it, it was did. beautiful. If you weren't excited about the game, it will definitely get you there. Um, and on top of that, they also went, they did announce a couple of things. One, one obviously caused a little a bunch of people to cringe just a little bit. That the price for Tears interesting, of the yeah, will be an extra ten dollars. So it's going to be seventy dollars to buy the regular version the base game the base um, game yeah parents this is something new nintendo said this is not this is not new for games moving forward mm-hmm. but it will be on a you know uh an case by case case case, yeah. case by case basis well and you know what's funny if you go back to the 90s when games were coming out and this is what i was I, thinking of well yes. and i and i don't remember this because obviously at the time i wasn't personally buying the games but certain <laughs> no but certain games on the super nintendo and the n64 some of them cost ten dollars more and well, on I a re- rare yeah. and on a rare occasion twenty dollars more I remember, trust me, I remember N64 games being regularly 70, almost 80 bucks. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So this one being an extra 10 bucks, I mean, again, for for what you're getting, and that's the thing, for what you're getting, 
Mm-hmm. To me, I don't see an issue with it. And again, and if you were to price compare, honestly, like games haven't gone up in price that much over the last 40 years. You know, actually they, come they, down a little bit. Well, they, right. Well, you know, because like I think in general, like in the beginning, they were more like 50 bucks. 50 bucks was what I remember as like a regular price. Well, no, what I mean is like because the, the carts, carts cost more than CDs. No, no, no. So, they, yeah, they do. But yeah. what I'm saying is just a general price. Like, oh, this, oh I know you're talking. Okay, I got you. I like, got generally, you. like, like inflation. Like, yeah, generally, games are like fifty bucks. Mm-hmm, then they mm-hmm. went up to sixty, mm-hmm. right? And and for a while now, we've been sitting at sixty. Mm-hmm. And I'm not condoning that they should charge more because, uh, especially because my issue with digital. Like, if you're buying something digitally, you should not be charging the same price as a physical copy. You shouldn't. You like it doesn't make any sense because there's no <laughs> fifth. There's not. You're not creating anything physical. Mm-hmm. Um, but a $70 game today would probably be like like if you were to adjust for inflation like 130 bucks. Well, for, for back like, then, if you yeah. were if you adjusted inflation, so it like to me it's not terrible, but if you're buying a digital copy, I don't think it should be 70 bucks. So here's the thing and here's probably I, I'm sure, I mean I don't know what Nintendo's thinking, but okay, you know, you got your fan base. Zelda fans like yourself are going to buy this for 70 bucks without question. No. You know what I mean? In- incorrect. Some of us are going to spend $129 on <laughs> well, the collector's yes. edition Good luck that they it. announced that already sold out on Best Buy within minutes and was already posted on eBay for triple the price because people are horrible. I think eBay is going to, I honestly think eBay has a rule on that nowadays and those will be taken down soon. Okay. But you're right. Yes. I, um, collector's editions aside, and that's mm-hmm. cool. Don't get me wrong. Trust me. I've bought many a collector's edition. Yep. Um, but even with the base price, they announced that not. A week or two after they announced the return of the Nintendo uh eat now. Yes, I know this is more on the digital side, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But on the on the eShop, they came, they returned with the uh the vouchers yes. where for a hundred or ninety-nine dollars and ninety-five cents, you get two vouchers, and those two vouchers are eligible for a ton, not all, but a ton of video games, basically first party Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. And Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is going to be in that list. Oh, that's cool. So, you you know, by buying the vouchers, you do save a little bit of money in the long run, especially yeah. if you're going to buy Zelda. When I first did it, I bought Ultimate Alliance 3 and then something else. I forgot. Right. And it ended up saving me like 10, maybe 15 bucks in the long run. Here, you'll probably save a little bit more if you end up buying Zelda. Right. So there's ways around it. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. And I get that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, so Tears of the Kingdom, definitely the biggest announcement for me because mm-hmm. I definitely can't wait for that game. A lot of uh, uh, vehicles uh, they showed off, mm-hmm. is very, yeah. which is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, and they showed off a pretty sweet Amiibo. Yeah. Oh, they yes. Yes, they did. Yeah. For those of you who like Amiibos, uh, I'm not an Amiibo guy. Amiibo. Plural Amiibos? of Amiibo is Amiibo. The plural of Amiibo is Amiibo. Yes, that's official. Okay. Tell me that in the dictionary. Look it up in the dictionary. Nintendo said the plural of Amiibo is Amiibo. Because they made up the word. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So then they made it's up the It's not in the dictionary. I don't the like that. Plural of Amiibo I don't like that. is Amiibo. Go away, Nintendo, with your word making. All right. And Amiibo rule, trust me. And, and in this one, with the Zelda ones, you get um, different um, fabrics for your for your uh, kite or whatever that thing is, hang glider. Mm-hmm. Yep. And some different weapons and stuff like that. Yeah. And like almost all the Zelda amiibo will work with this. Yeah, which give is you cool. Things. So if yeah. you want to borrow any of mine, let me know. Uh, I won't because you're not getting the game. So no, no, I meant the amiibo. Oh yeah, you'll buy the amiibo, but you won't buy the game. I love the amiibo. Trust me. You think this is bad? No, 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 no. I understand that, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you'll buy the Zelda amiibo for the game, but you won't buy the game. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. That, that just. Tells I got me. Breath of the Wild amiibo. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That just. Tells, but you also bought the game. I did, yes. Yeah. So well, well it, we, is, it has since been archived. Yeah. Well, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh let's see. No. Before we wrap uh, that yeah, was Nintendo Direct. Before we wrap this up, just a few quick things news wise. Yep. Um so we went through a lot of Nintendo Direct. Um, first thing to throw out there uh is uh, we talked about Atari again. Mm. Um, and how I got Larry Atari's 50th anniversary collection, which is awesome because he was waiting for it on the VCS. It's never going to wind up on the VCS, unfortunately, but Atari recently announced (laughs) that they are releasing a 50th anniversary box set, which contains 10 physical Atari 2600 VCS cartridges. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and each individual package is going to be contained in a distinctive black box with a remastered version of the original key art for the game. Cool. And when all 10 cartridges are displayed together in a row, they reveal the Atari 50th anniversary logo on the spine. So it's like mm-hmm. a 10 box collection. If you were buying them individually, gave you a reason to keep buying them. Basically. But this is going to be a limited edition release. They're only limited making limited edition. They're only making a hundred of them. That's like uber limited edition, right. in my opinion. So super limited. The 10 games included are Adventure, Missile Command, Warlords, Super Breakout, Crystal Castles, Haunted House, Yars Revenge, Centipede, Asteroids, and Gravatar. And this collection can be yours for a very low price of $999.99. Yeah, it's um that is a collector's item. I mean, look, it's a collector's item. You know, yeah. what 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 can we say? The individual games have always been a hundred dollars. Yeah. Like when I saw them sold, and that's why I never yeah. pulled the trigger in any of them because I'm like, yeah. ah. So now you can get 10 of them for a thousand bucks, but Unfortunately, pre-orders have sold out. I'm sure. I'm sure. And not only have pre-orders sold out, if you go on eBay, <laughs> some some schmo who's already pre you know got his pre-order yep. in has posted it for five thousand dollars. Oh, ridiculous! Uh, Un- unbelievable. I just uh, started insane. playing Gravatar actually for the first time because of the Atari 50th anniversary. Yeah, Gravatar is awesome. No, so. it's a fun game. It's an absolutely fun game. But uh, uh, yeah, two more quick bits of news. Um, Apple's R-rated Tetris movie. Yes, I'm actually looking forward to this. Yes. Yes. Um, Is now going to have a premiere in March. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, uh, basically the movie movie talks about... uh, it's talking Tetraminos. Yeah, no, it's not the Tetraminos. But it's about the chase to secure the rights to the game. Which is an interesting way to go. Interesting way to go. And it's actually starring Taron Edgerton, who's kind of a, a heavyweight in Hollywood these days. He's okay. popping up in a lot of stuff. Um, so that's going to be available for streaming on Apple TV this year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be at South by Southwest this year, which is a big film. Yeah, very uh, big. A big, a big film. I want to say convention, but it's not. It's a what do you what do you festival? You festival. Thank you. Uh, big film festival. I work in entertainment. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that'll be interesting to see. And then the last bit of news, if you want to watch something now, since it, you know the Tetris movie isn't released, mm-hmm. here's something interesting that you can watch. Because Daniel Ibertson, known to his YouTube followers as DJ Slope of Slope's Game Room, okay. has been following the... You'll and you'll you'll know this well. Has been following the saga that is the Intellivision Amico, <laughs> and how that um, system did Kickstarter's and was going to come out and then put on hold, and then they needed to raise a little more money, and then they did, and then they were going to release it again, and then they said no, never mind. Uh, it really fell apart. Yeah, it, it fell apart a lot, but they took your money. Um, I got it back. Oh, you did get it back. I got it was it was a oh, refundable you, down payment. Okay, you got the refundable one. So yep. anyway, I don't I don't know if everybody got it back. Mm. So anyway, so Daniel Ibertson apparently has been following this so closely that he has now released a documentary covering the <laughs> entire I don't want to say scandal, but the entire story of the Intellivision Amico. It's free to watch on YouTube and it's four hours long. <laughs> oh my god, it's, it's the it's the Schneider cut. It is a um, long story, apparently, but I'm very interested in watching it because we followed the whole. We did. We were following the Intellivision Amico for a while, and I, I know was, you you pre-ordered it. I did not because I was, I was elbow curious. deep. Yeah, you were elbow deep. I was standing by the sidelines to see if you were going to get screwed, and of course, I was <laughs> you right. were, you had your foot on my head. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> just put hang, hang on, Larry, it'll come out. Don't worry, you hang on. <laughs> Yeah, I I, yeah. I wouldn't call it a scandal. You're right. I just I just no, just a, just story a lot of, of bad yeah. luck. Yeah, just just a story of what happened. Yeah, interesting. I guess I'm actually I'd watch that. that. I will I will watch this documentary over a so. four day period, like I did the the the, the uh, Justice League cut. You know, over a four day period, I'll watch. Yeah, that. no, look, so. you can take your time and watch yeah. it. You know, I watched um, what was it the the Nightmare on Elm Street and the Friday the Thirteenth like documentaries that they did. Each of them, I think, were like six hours long oof 
So, you know, some, but if, yeah, but I'm really interested in watching that. So if anybody out there was following the Intellivision Amico and wants to know what exactly happened, there is a four hour documentary on YouTube. You can watch for free by Daniel Ibertson. All right. We'll check that out. And that's it for Retro News. All right. Let's call it. I got a game to go to. Well, really food to get to. Yeah. And I have some uh, video games to play because I'm not watching the Super Bowl. Awesome. I don't blame you. All right. And where can they find us? You guys can find us on Facebook.com slash Retro Gamers Podcast, on Instagram at Retro Gamers Podcast, on Twitter at Retro Gamers Pod. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube at Retro Gamers Podcast, or you can email us at email at theretrogamers.com. Like, subscribe, thumbs up, do it all, share, and hit the bell icon or reminder icon on all of them so you know when we're posting. With yes. that, Ant, have a good week. You have a great week as well, and a happy Valentine's Day to yes. one and all. But it's a Tuesday. We'll catch you everywhere next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>